first I'll just talk about the experience that we're having or that I am having as a CSW during this pandemic. The experience is, well, it's a nice experience because we do some other things that we couldn't do as a community health worker. We work hand in hand with doctors now, which is, that's the experience. And we refer patients to the doctors that we work with. And it's a special experience that we're having in our days because uh, no doctor wants to work with us here, especially here in Shawelo here, or here in Soreto. They're all sending us as community workers to work with nurses or the enrolled nurses. So now we like it that we're working hand-in-hand with doctors and refer patients to them. And the other experience that we got is to work hand-in-hand with our matron. She now recognizes us as the people who are working at the facility, the people who are working at the clinic. And yeah, we have a best experience. Yet we do have some challenges, but we have an experience. And we, we're lucky to have that experience now. Yes, at the moment, that's what I can say about the experience. Then the challenges that we're having as a commercial with Cousin Shawelo is that um, whenever we do, sorry about that, whenever we do the campaign, um, the message from the top leaders, I'm not sure how the structures are, but the message from the above people, uh, they don't co- convey it well until it reaches the community workers. How that so uh, is that, for example, the weather in Gauteng is not good now. It's so dusty. You cannot even go and knock at anybody's doors at the moment. It's dusty, 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 that you cannot even talk to someone. But yet our leaders or our team leaders, they seem like they don't even care about that. The only thing that they rush or they own about is the stats. And the stats is the stats. It's only COVID nineteen stats which they want, and that's killing us because uh, we don't find more people or much number uh, to come and support the campaign or to come and test for COVID nineteen because of the weather. Yet the, all the leaders they don't want to listen to us as commissioners because they only want what they want from us. They don't even listen. That's the challenge that we have as a commissioner because now at Shawelo and it's very challenging because we don't see our patients we do a mass screening and when we do mass screening we go door to door like the number of us in Shawelo we are about 39 we combine with Snawani clinic which they are about 25 so 39 plus 25 that's the whole number that we do that do mass screening uh, for COVID-19 which is we are many but we do manage to go and do door-to-door, yet the problem is only the weather, and they don't want to listen to us as communities. They only want to do, or they only want us to do what they want us to do. They don't even listen to us. That's the problem we have. Otherwise, we're good. We're working, we're striving. Uh, yes, they did train us. Yes, they do provide us with uh, PPE. We have no complaints via PPE. We have no complaints via training. We have no complaints via the workplace. Uh, the only complaints that we have is that the same managers don't want to listen. 
they only want to they only want us to do uh, what they think is best for us which is we try by all means because we are the field workers we are the people who knows what's happening on the ground uh, we are the people who knows when people will come out from their houses and when they will not come out from their houses yet our managers don't want to listen to that that's the struggle that we're having at the moment we were having the meeting today about that they didn't even show any concern about it they're like ah guys come on you should, we must submit a stats every day and we told them that uh yes that is important but our lives are important too uh, because you cannot go through even 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 if you 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 you're wearing a mask uh it doesn't mean that you have to go through a, a dusty windy place uh no it doesn't work like that they have to think about our lives our safety uh, that we are working to and the conditions that we're working in they're not good yeah i'd like to stop there thank you very much ma'am Thanks, Bongalani. You kept very well to your timing. And if people that have got any questions for Bongalani from Gauteng Tiawelo Clinic, please keep them or put them in the chat. Um, the next speaker that we're going to have now is um, Bulelwa Falteng from the Eastern Cape. Bulelwa, I'm handing over to you. Um, thank you, Mel. Uh, my name is Bulel Wahab Falkin uh, from Eastern Cape um, in East London. Um, the experiences I'm having um, by working, um, doing, um, working in the communities in this time of um, COVID-19 are uh, bad and, and good. I have been, I have different types of experiences, the bad ones and the good ones. Yeah, uh, but uh, let me start with the good ones. Um, the good ones um is that now, um, it, 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 we know but when we encounter some difficulties uh, in the communities, where to go, where to report, uh, where to refer somebody else, because there is a team that is working with us now. You know, if I'm in, I want to test someone, I'm referred to this particular person, so it's the bad thing. But uh, before it was difficult because it, it takes a long way because you refer someone to other to other person and say, I am not responsible for this, go to so and so. So now it's easy because you know where to go. Uh, the bad experiences that uh, we are um, encountering is to work uh, in the communities without uh, proper PPEs because we know but there is lack of PPEs and even in the facilities there are a few of them. So we have to share those, uh, the small amount of PPEs that the facility have, they need to share with us. So we end up in, in some days using a, 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 a surgical, one surgical mask for two days. So it's a danger to us by doing that. And then we have only two liters in the facilities only. We have one two liter of e e e sanitizer. And then we have to check 
all those the sanitizer the people who are working outside and the people who are working inside and the aprons and the stuff that we need we need to use there are no there's no specific ppes that are allocated for people who are doing outreach now and then we don't have the 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 equipment, the proper equipment to work in the outreach. And even the thermometers, we are experiencing the few, because a few of them. So sometimes we have to refer people into the facilities to do the temperature check, because we only do EE screening uh, by screening them with EE screening tool, asking them the questions. And then when you notice that some of the questions are yes, you have to refer back to the facility uh, and uh, it's very difficult to get to work in the communities now because because we are from the facility from the clinics and uh, some of our clinics were closed because of the positive cases some of the community members are afraid of us saying that we bring we have e covid covid e is is working with us we are having covid so by entering to their household we are entering with our covid so sometimes we get the attitudes from the community and then there are some questions that you won't be able to answer because we change even the, the way we were working because uh, before we were doing what uh, called the outreach uh, registration household registration looking for immunizations of the kids uh, the people who are taking treatment if they are they are not missing their dates and checking the pregnant women, the teenagers, if they are still, um, they are not pregnant. Now we are doing that thing. But now we, we are not focusing more on that, uh, on our work. Now we are focusing on COVID-19 because even it's danger to us to stay because when you are doing household registration, you used to stay, it's 30 to 45 minutes that you, even to an hour that you will spend in one household doing the registration because you are checking everything. But now you can not stay in, in, in one household for that long, even to you, especially if you don't have AEE proper PPEs. So uh, we, our focus now, we are focusing on COVID-19. We are doing more of COVID-19 screening. So, uh, we, it's change of work that we are doing. And then uh, there are some uh, questions that uh, e communities are asking because there are e challenges of, um, with, if there is a challenge with e, e, e turnaround time of e, e results. And then there is the, 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 the challenge of um, e testing of e conducts. So, as people who are working in the communities, we are in the communities, those questions are asked to us and then we don't have the proper answers for those questions because we cannot ask, answer the, the question of what is making, what is delaying the, the results in the lab because we are not uh, working in the laboratory. And then uh, we don't work with the, te the testing teams because we are working as our teams so that's the challenge is that and then the few of outreach team leaders because we are still working with those outreach team leaders now so i think i will stop there thanks to bolelwe for giving us the good and the bad of working under COVID 
and please keep putting um, questions, comments in chat. Bongalani, do you want to add something? I see you. Thanks. Okay, I just, I just, I just want to ask Bulelo this question. Sis Bulelo, are they all the services that your facility providing available at this time of COVID nineteen? Okay, um, I um, uh, 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 all of them are available uh, because um, even uh, in level four, in level five, and level four, um, there was a shortage of um, when we were doing it. me uh, the past year was not done due to the fact that uh, you cannot be so close to the client. But now in level three and in level two, the past years are done. All the services that were done are done now, especially now we are in level two. Okay, Nyagoza Siswa, I'm answered. Thank you. Okay. We have the next speaker on now. And uh, from KZN, and it is Nolotando Maduna. Over to you, Nolotando. Okay, thank you. Um, I'm the CHW from KZN. I've been the CHW for like eight years now. And um, we have challenges here in, in, in KZN um, as we are separated in different districts. Uh, we, we also have different um, challenges, but our common challenge is that um, due to COVID, um, we've been struggling with the PPEs and um, the sanitizers, uh, even in our clinics, they were not supply, supplying us in, in a proper way. Even if we have to go for door to doors, we had to suffer uh, and sometimes we will have to buy our own sanitizers just to go to work. And um, I was one of the the workers who were infected with COVID, I have been in the hospital and they've added some work for us to screen the schools. So everyone, every CHW in, in, in KZN is screening schools. Uh, we, we are even not provided with the sanitizers and the masks, but some districts are provided. But with us in Etekwini, in, 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 some of us are not provided. Um, and I've had in in, in a, 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 the other districts, they were also complaining with the same problem that they are not provided with proper PPEs. So I was infected and nothing was done about that and they were refusing to test us. Uh, they said that we have we had to have symptoms first before they can test us. And then after the symptoms, after we reported that we, we, we were exposed, like people we were working with, like especially the teachers who were tested positive, even with the schools, the schools were not reporting to us that some of the teachers have tested positive. We will see uh, the school is just shut down and we don't even understand what's the problem. So that is our main problem it, it, when it comes to our health. They just don't take us seriously. They just want to put us in risky um, places without consulting us because even with it's like sending us to schools, they did not discuss with us people from our districts. They just told us that we need to go to schools. Yet when we get covid nothing has been done. I had COVID for like two weeks. I was losing breath. I almost died and nothing was done in our clinic. So it's, it's, it's kind of like difficult for us, even with this 
contracts now we are signing contracts now and then and then they will tell us if you don't want to do this your contracts will be terminated mm -hmm. so we feel like we we, we 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 are being bullied by by, by the department in a way I, I don't know if there are questions or I'm, I'm going too fast but i hope you guys understand my, my point of view no, it's fine. You're going fine, and Tosh. Okay, so the main things are your not proper explanations, not um, telling you if you can get exposed, and no good care when you do get exposed. Okay. Exactly, exactly. Do you want to add anything else to that? Has there been anything good coming out of COVID? Some mentioned better uh, earlier on, Bongalani mentioned something like good teamwork that hadn't been there before. Um, anything good happening in the community that you'd like to speak about? I think what, what has happened, the community is now trusting us even more than before because even if they they see somebody who who they suspect has covid they will just call us as they 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 take us as their soldiers in the community they'll just call us and tell us we are suspecting there's a case for covid then we link them with the clinic and all that and educate them in that way teamwork is there with us also it's just that uh, even the good part is not seen now because we are having lots of challenges that is why we don't even see the good parts of all this we we, we are just overwhelmed with these challenges that are facing us okay great thank you very thank much you so much. um i see peter you have your hand up do you want to ask a question now yeah i wanted to ask you know when community health workers are getting COVID-19, I mean, obviously people are working in different contexts, not every community health work context is the same, but is there follow-up? Is there, you know, in terms of you now have this thing, uh, um, you, you need obviously the care and you need perhaps an opportunity to isolate, but also uh, is there follow-up to basically keep track of how many and what kind of risks are people taking or is it all treated as everybody just gets it alone and then uh, you know there's no like overall lessons learned from the risks that people are taking and and maybe how this could be mitigated no, there, there is no follow-up that is taking place. The only thing they are worried about is the statistic numbers, how many people you have screened, how many people are tested positive. They do not care that you, you, you were tested positive or whatsoever. The only thing they will ask is that give us your, your leave form so that we can sign your special leave. That's the only thing that matters to them. I think it's, it's always about statistics. So long we submit the statistics, they are fine. But when it comes to check and, and, and do the follow-up on our health issues, they, they don't care, shame. Okay. Tosh, thank you very much. Um, stay around because there may be questions later. And we will now have the next speaker who is in Tombetemba from Western Cape. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Someone has unmuted themselves with also a number. Who is that? It's 868525 74844. 
Good afternoon. Good afternoon is Doreen from Northwest. Wonderful. Thank you, Doreen. Yes. Me, I have been community health worker since 2013 till today. As at Northwest, we had this coronavirus thing. We had a problem with PPE. We had to work from distance where we are supposed to work. But we had to work because of we helping our community. But our management has been so like cruel to us. They never give us any like even water where we are working with them. We don't have PPE. We use they say we we must reuse those PPE masks and they those aprons. Then like ish, I think DOH has been like abusing us community health workers. The only thing that they have been care about is, is the state that we have been submitting for them. That's all I have. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we are having problem. Actually, uh, we, are, we are working differently because at uh, our work, we are, working, we, are, we, are more, we are working mobile. We are working at the outreach. So we are facing problem with uh, PPEs. The problem is our management don't care about us. We are fighting with them about the, uh, the, the PPEs, the way you must, the, 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 work, the, the, the workplace, the sanitizers, okay, we have to sanitizers, but the thing is, our manager, especially our manager, she don't, he don't take us uh, seriously because always they say we we fear this uh, corona. This corona, there's nothing with it. Like now, I'm having a case with 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 my manager because my manager is fighting with me when I I'm just advising him. So really, we're having problem. Even at, the, at our workplace, because we, we do mobile while we are working at the field, we don't have even toilets. Most of us, like me, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a medication for high blood. The medication that I'm taking want me to go to toilet uh, frequently, so I'm having problem with that. So really, uh, I don't know if it's the department of, of, of people who are, are, are looking after us, people who are, who department gave, gave them uh, uh, this, to, them to, to, to look at us. Uh, I have a question for, for both Susan and uh, the lady from KZN. The, 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 the experience that they have gone through is unacceptable. Now, it leaves me with a question. When they go into community to work, are they using any given system? Are they, are they connected to a system that organizes them? For example, the sister from KZN, they, they are not considered as if they are working or as if they are present. Things that are, they are closing schools without their knowledge, what and what, but they are there to provide, you know, the assistance that is the most needed. 
So are they connected to a system that organizes them that we have these community workers around? Or they are just going in on their own pace as, as volunteers? What is the situation like? I'm calling from Zambia, PHM Zambia. Okay, thank you, thank you. Tosh, uh, I mean, yeah, Hando and others, do you want to answer? Okay, with us, um, the system, we do have registers, like on Mondays, Nje, we, we meet in the clinic with the person called o Outreach Team Leader, who is a nurse. With us, it's Mr. Mavuso. And then we will collect whatever we're collecting in the clinic. Then we will go to the field. It's supposed to be like that. But now since we've added the schools, we no longer start in the clinic. In the, on, we, we start from the schools and then we go to the clinic and collect whatever the defaulters and whatever the medication that we need to supply for people. Then we go to the field and do that. So now... It, 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 before I thought it had the strategy and the, the way of working, but now with these schools added on top of our work, and we also need to go back to the community after the schools do the pregnancy mm -hmm. test, uh, distributes medication for clients. You know, it's it's a lot. It's a lot for 3.5. I think it, it, we're working everywhere. Whoever comes and say CHWs should do this, we 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 are taken like the jack of all trades we are supposed to do everything everywhere because even if people do not have ids they call the chws somebody who's giving birth they call the chw we need to call the ambulance they call us so it's it's, it's all about us i hope that answers your your question but if if, if, if it's not clear I, I can respond if you, you you still have more questions with us where we, we go to the office so uh, Every Monday we go to the office, we do administration there, but, but working, by working we, we do mobile. We, we are working in the tents, uh, not, actually not at, not at one place. We move, we're moving from one place to another place. So my, sometimes we do, we do a, a door to door. So we, 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 like now they say we must start uh, Tracing people who in this in this uh, situation of, of of pandemic pandemic, so really we don't have uh, proper PPEs. We have only babes. We have uh, we have gloves. We must wear our own clothes. That's that is that is our problem that we have. So by, by, by working uh, in the field, we are having no wireless. And uh, you know what? Sometimes you can knock to, to, to someone's uh, door asking for, for toilet. They're not prepared to give you toilet. So by doing this, some, some, some of them are yeah, defaulting if you go to, 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 to go to, to, to toilet uh, frequently. Thanks. Thank you. Um, Moses, has your question been answered that there are systems, but it seems it's sometimes more attitude? 
I mean, that's my feeling. Um, yeah. Have you been answered otherwise? And I, I, I get both of them, but it surprises me because these are people that are risking their own lives to protect another life. Why are they being treated like that? In the Kazian situation, why are they, the sister and, and, and Doshi and that team, why are they ignored? And then Susan, why is she having issues with the manager? If these people are there voluntarily to help out in this epidemic, I don't think that's the way to go if we have to, co to combat this COVID. It's unfortunate that uh, PHM in Zambia are not yet uh, active, but I don't think, uh, Marin, that is the attitude we should expect in the community where we're supposed to provide voluntary services. Okay. Bongalani seems to want to say something. And then Susan after that. Okay. I want to add, I want to add on that. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, uh, there's nothing that we can say. Like, well, what's, our, what's our manager? Like, when we have concern, what, when we have concern with what, what the situation, they say they're going to Ah, uh, you seem to have frozen, Susan. Can we give like now? Like now, now I'm fighting with him because of, 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 of this situation that we have. The problem is other counselors, everything is alone. Actually, it's me and Gail who always complain. So we are only two people who are, who are, who are having problems. So other colleagues, Everything is fine with them. So manager is he's thinking that I'm the one who who, who don't want uh, colleagues to. I'm not going to to work in this situation. He said, "No, if you don't want to work, I'm going to write you a warning. After writing a warning, I'm going to tell you that they mustn't con co uh, uh, renew your, your your contract." You see. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, Bongalani, you want to um speak? yes, I just wanted to, 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 to answer what Moses uh was saying. Um there is a system, sir. Uh the only problem that I see uh that it's it's in each and every province here in South Africa is that um there is a mandate from somewhere. When I'm saying somewhere, I'm saying maybe uh, on the upper level where these sisters that are working with us are being controlled and are being told uh, on what they want to... How can I put this? All the sisters are mandated uh, from the upper level and they are being told on what to do. So these sisters push all their jobs and all their tasks to us that's where all this part is wrong because whenever we complain to them it sounds as if we are wrong it sounds as if um we don't want to work it sounds as if uh, we are lazy uh, just just imagine how can you work in such a place where there's no toilet where there's no water yes these campaigns are different each and every province they work 
according to her own ways. Um, but it's sad because we, 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 we almost have the same complaints like uh, 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 being sent to, 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 to do something without a consultation. Like they don't even tell you, uh, they don't even tell you in advance, Uguzi, next week you'll be doing this or doing that. You just wake up in the morning and when you, when you, when you reach to work, they, t- they tell you, hey, today we're going to this place and so and so and so. That's, that's the bad part. Thank you. Okay, I see other hands up here. Um, Joshua and Sisanda. Um, you both, yeah, you both muted, so you will have to. Yes, yes. Okay. No. Okay, you can say who you are, where you're from, and your question. Yes, I'm Ziwa Joshua from PHM Uganda. Okay, great. Yes, and um, um, I would like, um, I thank uh, the previous speakers. And uh, my concern goes to um, uh, Nosh and Susan and Bongeleni. According to their experiences from the field since they've been there in uh, I'm comparing the situation here in Uganda. I would like to know what is the people or the public's attitude or perception towards the existence of COVID-19 pandemic? Because here in Uganda, a number of people are considering that uh, 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 coronavirus doesn't exist because there haven't been so much cases. However, they're beginning to rise. So I would like to know what is the, 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 the public uh, perception towards the existence, and if what is as then the health workers, what are they doing towards showing the public that coronavirus exists, and this is what we can do to fight it? Thank you. Um, can I answer that, Melanie? Yeah, you can. Okay. Um, at first, at first, when all this pandemic started, um, we were confused too. We didn't even know what, what it was, what was happening. Uh, we were only seeing people dying. Um, then the media helped us. Then the small groups um, helped us. The teaching groups about the COVID-19 helped us to, to, to convey the message to the community. Um, Yes, the way some stick, but the way some things where people they say, "Ah, your virus is a scam. Uh, this virus was only to kill uh, only white people." Uh, it was hard to go to 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 make those type of people to understand that this virus exists. Um, then here in South Africa, what helped us is the media they made sure that each and every hour, each and every minute, or not to say minutes as such, but you'll understand, each and every time, if each and every now and then, what they did is they will talk about it on, on television, they'll talk about it on, on, on radio stations, uh, making people aware that this virus exists. 
they will show they will show on television the stats. They will talk about the stats. How many people died? How many people recovered? Uh, in your area, this is what's going on. So that helped us for people to comply, for people to understand which this virus exists. Thanks, I mean, I hope I answered. Thanks, Bongalani, for that answer. I want to give Sisanda's had a hand up for quite a while. Um, I want to give um, Sisanda a chance if you unmute yourself and go ahead. Sisanda Kulima. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone is well. Thank you for inviting me to the meeting. Um, can, you, can you hear me, Melen? Yes, yes, loud and clear. And if you can say okay. where you're from. Okay, thank you. Uh, I'm Susanda Gulima. I'm from Gauteng Community Workers Forum, which is in Joburg. Um, I'm also working as a community care worker. Uh, as part of the people that organized in Gauteng as um, one of the committee members. Um, I wanted to ask a question from um, Shongo. There's a lady that spoke earlier on who's Shongo, and she mentioned that they were they were enforced to go to schools and do uh, screenings in schools, which is um, part of the work that it's been uh, done recently under the COVID-19 uh, regulations as per community care workers. We, have, we are the ones that are doing screening and referring for um, if the person has all signs and all that. So I wanted to ask, when they were told that they must go to the schools, are they not? Are they not represented? Are they not? Have, are they not mobilized? Are they not unionized? Or are they not um, mobilized in the sense of having a one-word, one-word uh, action saying no, we cannot go to schools because the government did promise that they will have brigades that will go to, to schools to do that kind of a job. Why are they at schools? My first question is why were they, why did they agree to go to schools? Meanwhile, they, the government clearly stated that they will hire brigades to go to schools. They will hire more people for the work that was going to be done on schools. Who told them that they are forced to be at schools? And the second question is, are they not uh, uh, organized? Are they not, um, are they not mobilizing? Are they just, everyone, it's for themselves. Are they, I, I don't know how to put it, but are they not organized? Because we as Gauteng, we were once told that we must go to school. And we, we stood on our ground and said, we cannot go to schools. We have a problem that others, they do go to schools. But then now it's, it, it's no longer a, a, a large amount of people that are going to schools to do screening and testing because we, we had organized and we have said, no, we cannot uh, be going to school and 
come back again and do the community because our work it's it's based on the it's based in the field in our wards so if i go to school then my work on the field and my patients that because now we are no longer doing only covid 19 screening we are still doing the very same thing that we have we've been doing we go to the household we make sure that the patients we screen the patient after screening the patient we search if there is social problems we refer for social problems we're still doing the very same thing that we were doing so it wouldn't be fair to leave it to leave my 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 patients and go to school and do the stats for my patients and also do the stats for the school it's 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 absurd that they were told that they should do it by force and I want also to ask again, after she tested the positive, what are the means that, what has, what is the information that she has regarding a person that is, is being tested positive with COVID-19? Does she know that she has to, uh, um, to, 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 to go to uh, labor and claim her money and all that. What, what, what's the situation like in, 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 in KZN? I think she's in KZN because from where I'm standing, it's like they are not mobilized and there's a lot that is happening that is uh, um, surprisingly so because uh, I, I don't get how, how, how are they, 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 they let all this thing happen to them. Okay, maybe Thank we you. should Thank you. Maybe we should let Nolotando respond to you. And then we possibly have um, the speaker after that from Western Cape. Nolotando, you there? Okay, just to respond on that one. Firstly, when I didn't know about going to the Department of Labor if you were if you've tested positive. I just don't wanna lie about that. I didn't know and we were not even told about that. With the issue of those, I went myself straight to the street face. Um this lady, Mrs. Tongolozi, who's now um dealing with primary health care, who's also into CHWs a lot. She told me straight that we are allocated in school. And in schools, there are people who are EPWPs who are hired to do the screenings, but yet we are still doing it, working hand in hand with them. And I remember um, one of the schools did not go for a month because they were tired because there was a time where the, the union said the CHWs should not go to school. I was called and I was asked why those CHWs were not attending the schools because they're supposed to attend the school. And I was told that our contract is going to be terminated if we don't want to assist the schools. It's the deal that was made by the Department of Health and Department of Education, and then they agreed in working together in our expense. Which, which uh, area are you in? in, uh, in uh, is it KZN or Eastern Cape? Case that any take 
Oh, okay. But it, it, it's the same problem. All, 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 all the districts in KZN, we are having this problem because we also have a group where we chat and discuss our issues. We we all have the same situation whereby we are supposed to be at schools. One of our colleagues was was, was uh, in a car accident from her ward to another ward where she was supposed to work on the other school far from her a designated area, and then she was in a hospital for like five months. The leg was broken. Okay, thank you so thank much. You. And are you? Are I you think this one of our problems is that the provinces are all have different problems. Um, there's no standardisation across provinces at all when it comes to community health workers. Um, can we just see if um, Tomba Temba is ready to speak and then we'll go on to further questioning and then um, closing up in a while. Tomba Temba? Are you on? find out if she's managing to get on. Okay, so it's not in Tumbatemba, it's, it's Tuso. So can you, um, if you're available, can you unmute and um, Tuso is from the precinct who's going to okay. give an account from her province. Yeah, okay. Any, anybody hear me? Yeah. Hello. Okay. So this thing of COVID, it took us uh, on a very awkward positions as the community of care workers. We have a lot of experiences against our department. So most of our colleagues that have tested positively without nothing. So that. They even took me and then said I must go and work at the quarantine. So then I refused. I refused to go there because of one condition. Uh, no PPEs, no money, like a worker. We suppose. So we, it seems like we've been used. So the whole of free state, the whole of free state, I created a group WhatsApp where we chat. So so now I realize this thing is a, all over the country or oh, the continent. As I hear there's someone who's from Ghana, I don't know others. So this thing, we took a stand whereby we, we, we engaged the unions, the organizations like Tech, Treatment Action Campaign, the NAPWA. So those people, they know our struggles. So what, what we want is the best thing for our colleagues and stuff like that. I'm, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. Oh, um, okay. I'm there. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I yes. was okay. So is it any question? For? Is it any question? On my, 
और मैं प्रोवेंस ऑफ माई थाउन underpaid we no longer do door to doors rather stationed at the clinic monday to throughout the weekend we are not even mask and sanitizers we travel to clinic with our own means it's shortage of thermometers to do temperatures check uh, otherwise we have at any problem with door to door or community members i don't know if you hear me yes yes hearing is loud and clear the problem have okay. in bumalanga okay so those are your main problems the PPEs and getting to clinics on your own. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, just we're going to try and get Tomba Temba on, and then we'll have questions to everyone. Um, Okay. While we wait until she comes on because I'm not sure Tanash is dealing with that. Um let's just see who if there's anyone that has a question here. I think what we're gathering is that in each province there are very different problems. Um and in some things are working better than others. um but all seem to be struggling with issues like um not being heard by their managers um if they do object they threatened with losing their jobs um ppes are not always available um and often they have to do their own so lots of problems that are happening across the provinces um and i think that's one of the reasons why we were having this webinar so we could hear from every province what's happening 
because, um, yeah, the more we can get organized, the more CHWs can get organized across the provinces um, for the best, uh, the better it will be. Um, I'm just waiting to hear from Tanash if we can get um, Tom Bekemba on. Can, can, can you on? Is she on? Okay. My name is Kavetila Matuma. I'm from the same case based in Kailicha district. Uh, in the same under the organization called Sabla Health Project. As a community worker, so during time of this COVID-19, as we are doing door-to-door -to, -door, to conduct a home visit, to call to the COVID positive patient who may not receive by the, their phones, coming in rain and trying to go out on foot each and every day. Doing screening education and referring those patients who are those e developing e symptoms and delivering an average of e medication. The, the challenge we got as e is to the Western case is the challenge of like e or e and for two months for a, a, a week and even the sanitizers we have a challenge of it and also I think that we are being affected by the COVID-19 so one after who cared about them and the, even the management they are, don't care about them only thing that they want to ask is only to even if we are feeling sick, they will say that must go home and they going to take on on leave. So that thing that is uh, the challenge that you, because we need psychosocial support as our that has been not recognized by the Department of Health. But and the and the other thing that we have at this interview, this is a challenge because there are no social. Okay, comrade, that, that, that was uh, comrade on the I'm sorry that uh, I had to connect. I had to call here and then put my phone and speak up phone, uh, which was not clear to some of us. So some of you, I'm, I'm not sure if you heard it clearly, Mel. Do you want me to summarize what she said? Yes. Um, I think maybe summarize. Yes. Clear. Yeah. Okay, what she said is the uh, issue. Yes. Mainly what she said is that... Um, they've got problem with their uh, issues of PPEs and also the managers are not uh, take considering them when they test positive or when they go for testing. Uh, as you know, in Western Cape, there are still NGOs that uh, they're still employed under NGOs. So that's what mainly what she spoke about. 
Okay. So I think um, we now have time for a few more questions or comments. Um, and then we will round off. Um, yeah. So if there are any burning questions, um, comments that people have, please put your hands up. And let me go to see. Oh, gosh. Okay. Are there any new hands? I see Moses, Sisanda are still up. Are those old hands, new hands? It's an old hand. Sorry, can I please just put it down? No. Hello. And I don't know if they're speaking to us or to others. Um, Bernard. Oh, yes. Uh, can, you, can, can you hear me? Yeah. If you can. Uh, okay. No, my name is. Okay. My name is Bernard. I'm from Tecano. I'm, I'm based in Johannesburg. Um, there's a question that was raised by somebody to say, are the CHWs unionized? I think it was not answered clearly. I would like an answer. Otherwise, they must use their union power to address these challenges, not to fight as um, individual provinces, but to unionize and use their collective power to push the government to do the right thing. Thank you. Who would like to comment on this? Anybody? Nobody? Okay. Would you like to, um, Tuso? Yes. I hear my chairperson right there. He said we must um, organize and be in unity as CHWs all over the country or the province. So we have um, unions, different unions on my side in the province. So I don't think there's a problem if all the CHWs in my province can be united but not leaving their unions and joining one union or organizations. But if the unions can combine together to fight and fight our battles, because we know that our government is one of the politicians. If we fight, we've been having a fight until we decided to join unions. So I'm pleading if we, we can encourage uh, our colleagues and comrades with the unions to be together and fight one fight to the department. Thank you. Okay, and I see that in the chat, um, Susan has said that unions sell us to the Department of Health, or rather form a forum like the Gauteng Forum. 
So there are unions, there are forums, there's the South African Care Workers Forum, there's the Gauteng Forum, there's the KZN Forum, and there are plenty unions. But also, I think um, CHWs are stretched over different unions, which maybe makes it difficult, I'm not sure. But I think one thing that we do know, and hearing from everyone today, is that there is a struggle to um, get all CHWs um, supporting each other and their fight against the attitude of, uh, both the attitude of others towards them as well as um, for the best pay for the best um, Gauteng has won a great battle and I can learn a lot from them would anyone else like to comment Belelwa, please do unmute yourself okay um, thank you ma'am um, I was going to say that uh, it's very difficult in terms of e-unions e e uh, for CHWs as you know, in the Eastern Cape, we are having a structure that is um, uh, is called uh, um, combined CHWs, United CHWs, where we have all the CHWs from different unions, different forums, uh, joined together, uh, forming one party to fight for their rights as ECHWs to fight uh, for permanent employment. But it's very difficult because you will notice um, last week, um, a week before, a week before last week, we were having a, a, a match uh, from to the Department of Health. Uh, some sage tabulus from other union, I won't mention names of the union, were threatened not not to attend the match or not to attend the action because the action was not registered. They were threatened, but now. The same union is uh, organizing a march or an action to the same place where CHWs were going there. And they are having the answers. And now it's uh, like the, 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 the information that was given when CHWs were there, it's not um, in the same information that they are giving the CHWs. So CHWs ended up um, being confused. So it, that's why I'm saying it's very difficult because, but um, for CHWs, I think it will be good for them. It will be better for them to organize themselves uh, in as CHWs only, regardless of the unions uh, or they belong to. Because uh, unions... Uh, we were part of unions for a long, long time, but some of the unions are having uh, different <laughs> categories of employer of uh, employees. So they are having a lot in their plate. So they won't focus more on CHW stuff. Thank you, Bulawa. And then we have Sisanda, and I think this will probably be the last one. Sunday, if you can unmute yourself. Hi, uh, everyone. Again, it's Sanda. Um, I'm just setting up on um, what other speakers have, have been speaking about. 
<coughs> excuse me yes in in regards with mobilizing community care workers community care workers are most um are the most vulnerable when it comes to um organizing and mobilizing they are very very scared of losing their jobs and having conflict with the department of health so i will speak about housing here in housing we we mobilized and we worked together we made sure that we won the battle it wasn't easy it has never been easy we got all those threats of we are papa and you will lose your job and all those kinds of stories but we stood and said united we shall fight and for other provinces to be struggling with the same issue of being disorganized and others being uh, trying to mobilize but still not winning the battles i think somehow somehow we can we can maybe say that if community care workers can unite and stand for for their rights and be able to say we are now willing to take the department of health to court in different areas because that is how we did it here in Gauteng and Gauteng we held from in 2006 from 2016 when we were we were we were um mobilizing to 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 form the Gauteng Community Care Workers Forum we 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 took the department of health to court we first asked we first asked about our employment uh, employment um status exactly what how, what are we so that is how we got them to be able to be interrogated and to be able to win the 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 the, the arbitration in 2016 when we won that battle and they deemed us a permanent community permanent community uh, that we are permanent uh, CHWs in 2016 they refused to implement it until this year we've already won two of the arbitrations i think all the provinces have to have a plan on how to dethrone the department of health to hear them very well we had endless having endless nights of not sleeping of picketing of going to do occupations it's not enough when you don't have the law by your side we did all the application uh, uh, processes so that we would be able to win we did them all because we knew if we go the legal route then we will definitely win it though it took longer because some of us we are 11 years in the field it took us longer but it was worth it it was worth it, 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 it. even now community care workers others are not are not are not um they don't agree to 
to this thing you, you, of us saying we need to fight. We need to fight. Yes, we might have the victory now, but there are still outstanding things that need to be fixed in the Department of Health. And we're still going to mobilize and we're still to, going to organize and make sure that all our needs are met. Though then we know that uh, as workers, nothing is ever enough. So we need to, we need, we need to also be able to, to, to support other provinces that are having the similar problem that we have encountered uh, in the years that when we started mobilizing and when we started to organize. So what I'm trying to say is we are with you in the spirit as other provinces and we wish you well in fighting for your rights and fighting for recognition. It doesn't come easy. Again, I'm advising that you take the legal road like we did with Gauteng. Otherwise, the, 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 the toitoys, the picketing are not enough to win this battle. Thank you so much. Hello? Thanks. Hello, um, I think that um, yeah, we have to congratulate Gauteng and hope that all provinces can take the lessons from you and win the same battles. Now we have Bongalani that wanted to respond, and after that, Tanaj wants to give a comment. Um, and then I think we round up. Bongalani? Yes, ma'am. My question is on Moses. Okay, when did Moses? I saw his hand and then he disappeared. Moses? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Moses, actually, yes. I, just, I just wanted you to be the last person just to tell us about your experience in, in, in your country, your experience. Maybe you, you, you are a CSW or you're working with CSWs. What's the experience? At, what's happening with them during this pandemic? But I'm not sure if you can close up with it. Let uh, Sisanda ask a question or what? Mel will decide. Well, I think you can say that for, for, for us in Zambia, it's quite uh, tricky because everything is being done strictly by the Minister of Wealth, the government itself. There are very few NGOs that are involved. And then the community health workers that are, we are, they are not allowed to go out in the community. They are young. Mm -hmm. And as you know, we may not be as, as, as you guys are in terms of facilities and the, you know, the, the PPEs. So they are giving us reasons of not having enough PPEs for the, for, the, for the community workers to go out there in the field. So as a result, 
uh, the, 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 the approach is concentrated on the urban area than the rural areas that we have in our country. So we have a situation where it's only government workers who are involved, and, and specifically or particularly the doctors and the nurses. These are the ones who are going across the country. We don't have much of the, the, the community workers. Then the few NGOs that are involved, they are not actually involved in the actual, you know, COVID fight. They are only involved in sensitization, where they distribute literature and probably messages. And these mostly are done in virtual, you know, on TVs and less, not physical. So that is our situation in Mugan here. No wonder we as PHM Zambia, we are trying by all means to involve the, the to, I mean, to, to, to get in touch with the Ministry of Health, who is the government, so that at least they can recognize some of the NGOs and be able to go out in the field and help them out. Because we all have one purpose, uh, uh, Bungani is to fight the, the, the COVID. So we are trying as PHM Zambia by all means to engage government. We have so far written a letter to them, which they will be responding to next week. We have been trying all this wrong. It's not so easy in Zambia, but we have been trying, but they have assured us they'll respond next week. And once they respond, then as PHM Zambia, we'll try how, we'll see how we can involve ourselves and be counted and help the poorest that we can help as citizens. Thank, Thank you, you, Rose. Thank you. Okay, I think we do need to round up and close up this, um, this um, webinar. I think it's been wonderful to hear the voices of the CHWs um, and all that they have contributed um, because their jobs are really frontline, difficult, and they have many challenges. And we hope that through this, um, we can follow what Gauteng did and see if hopefully works in all our provinces, but also a big battle to get standardization across provinces so that it doesn't have to be a battle province by province. Um, and yes, thank you to everyone that has spoken. Thank you to everyone that has attended. But please, Tanash has a announcement to make before we close, and he may want to say a few words as well. I want to okay. thank you. I want to thank you all. It's never been easy to have our CHWs connected, but you've been patient, you've been listening to them. Thank you so much for for your patience, for listening, and thank you so much for attending this webinar. It's never been easy. Um, our next webinar, exactly as 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 Sisanda was talking about. We are going to talk about the lessons that other CHWs from other provinces can learn from CHWs in Gauteng. So that's our next, uh, that's our next topic. Please don't miss it out. I have sent a link in the chat box if you are not receiving our emails, our, if you want to be added on our email list, please click on that link that I've sent on the, on the chat now and, and uh, be added on our, on our, on our email list. Uh, then the other one exactly that we have planned also is to learn from other African countries. 
though these are in line exactly what Bongelani and Moses were talking about. Thank you so much, guys. Please be safe.